Hi, I'm Marianne Talkovsky, and you're listening to the Humanity Speaks podcast. With over a decade of experience as a holistic health practitioner and face reader, I've read hundreds of faces and elevated how many people see themselves. Every person's facial features tell a story of who they are and who they came to be. And in this podcast, you will hear what people see and learn about themselves while looking in the mirror. You won't want to miss an episode, so be sure to subscribe. Kathy Nisbet is the owner of Kathy's Crawley Composters since 2002 and is a self-proclaimed laughter yogi. For 19 years, she's been selling worms by the pound for indoor composting as a solution to the garbage crisis in Canada. When she faced resistance from people about this venture, this business venture, she turned to laughter yoga as a way to get through it and now encourages people to get their daily dose of dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. Her desire is to inspire and she loves to share her passion for life to encourage others to step out and shine. I highly recommend you listen to the end until she shares what humanity needs most. You're going to get a great laugh. Okay, so I'm Marianne Talkovsky with Humanity Speaks, The Human in the Mirror, and I am here today with Kathy Nisbet, and I'm saying that correctly. Nisbet. Nisbet. And Kathy, where are you based? I'm located in Ontario, Canada, just north of Toronto. Okay, and you have laughter next to your name, so I definitely want to hear more about that (laughs) piece. Um, You've got some really fascinating details of your story that I can't wait to dive into. And again, thank you for being here today. Just like everyone on my podcast, we start with taking a look in the mirror. I know you've got your handy handheld. Perfect. Oh my gosh. It matches your shirt too, or your blouse. <laughs> Maybe I am a girly girl. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't think you're a girly girl, but you have this mirror that it, and this beautiful color. It's turquoise. Yep. I love it. Or teal. Yeah. Teal. Yeah. Teal. Sounds fancy. Beautiful. So I'm going to have you invite you to look in the mirror and just take a moment. And because the listeners cannot see your face, they may see a photo, they may not. What, how would you describe what you see? Ah, I would say, hmm, it, it looks like a pretty warm face, like um, maybe um, a g- generous face. I would say it looks like a, an approachable face. I would say it's a, a bubbly, approachable, yes, friendly face. Okay. Beautiful. And could you describe a little bit more about your features? Uh, Yes. Background. Um, Okay. So let's see. Um, (laughs) Well, there's uh, (laughs) some saggy bits. (laughs) I'm a laughter teacher. So there's some, some uh, wonderful laugh lines. And you have to be careful with those because if you use peppermint oil for a headache, then, you know, those lines are beautiful um, trenches that bring the oil right into your eye. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, 
kind of uh, big cheeks. I have like 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 cheekbones that are not protruding, but they're they're up there and awesome. thinning eyebrows, but that nothing that can't be helped with a little bit of a pencil mark. <laughs> um, kind of thin lips. I would say I have a little bit thin lips. Okay. Yeah. And would you be comfortable sharing your age? Yes, I would. Yes, I am currently 58. Okay, 58 years old. And then have you always lived in Canada? Yes, except one year I lived in France. <laughs> oh, perfect. And then your family, any, um, are, they, are they French Canadian family of origin or any um, history there? No, no, we're English Canadian. I just wanted to learn French, so I went to France. Okay, English Canadian. Excellent. So you said warm face. And then I have two final questions for you while you're looking in the mirror. Is there a particular feature that you really, really um, struggle with or maybe not your favorite or you've had challenges with in the past? Um, I would say um, I did have a tooth pulled. And so I do have one of those flipper tooths and that, it, you know, the, the, I wish I didn't have to wear that flipper tooth. It's for it's completely for vanity that I have that tooth. And um, I wish I didn't have to wear that tooth. Could you describe what a flipper tooth is? Uh, so it's uh, just a, like a false tooth rather than having an implant. It's something that, that is removable. Yeah, so you can take it out and then there's a gap there. So I say, oh, I don't have my chiclet in. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny because um, I focus primarily on Chinese face reading, so we don't really cover the teeth. However, I know just even from people that um, are in my family that have had missing teeth, how much they hide their smile mm-hmm. because of it or how much they cover their mouths. It's a really self-conscious um, habit because, um, you're, as you mentioned, teeth, it's, it's part of your smile. And a lot of people do feel like um, it, it is a, a vanity thing. Um, but I, I often, like, when I see my, my auntie even just not really, like, expressing her full smile, it breaks my heart. So I can understand mm-hmm. why you have the flipper tooth. So it, would you say it, it um, helps you not to hold your smile back? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. It allows me just to be freewheeling and laugh. Ha ha ha. Like I'm a big laugher. And so without just be, because it's the one right next to the two front teeth. Mm-hmm. So it's very noticeable. If it was the next one back, it's less noticeable when you're, and, and I think the reason is Marianne, when you're laugh or when you're talking, People are focusing on your mouth, especially right. in the Zoom room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now more than ever. Yes. Yeah. And okay, so thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, what feature do you like or love? Well, I would say, again, my it's funny that it's my mouth both times. I would say my mouth because I love speaking. Um, I, I, I really, I I. I just get energized by from standing in the front of the room and feeling the energy of the people. I mean, not during COVID, but <laughs> so, so I would say again, my mouth. And now I, I've just recently started wearing lipstick just so then because, because I am a speaker, 
I do want people to focus on my mouth. So it's interesting that it's my favorite and my least favorite. That is interesting. It's, it's kind of reminds me of like our strengths can also be our challenges a lot mm-hmm. of times. And, you know, that's funny because my grandmother, she um, lived in a shack in the Philippines and I was born in the Philippines when I was um, six months. My, my father was in the military. We moved. My mother took me back there when I was 21 and no indoor plumbing. You know, they took showers on the side of the road. Laundry was done at the community well. And I remember asking if I could take a photo with her. And the one thing she said was, let me get my lipstick. Mm. So, you know, that's something that I've learned. Um, you know, I, it's something that just even when I was 20 years old was imprinted to like, you want to be ready for presentation, put your lipstick on. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that that's what you're doing. I, I'm curious, um, are you doing laughter? You said you teach laughter yoga. That's yes. correct. Are you doing this online now? Yes. What's going on with COVID and the pandemic and how things have shifted? Yes, it's it's actually worked out quite well on Zoom. I wasn't sure how it would translate. I mean, I guess we're all ebbing and flowing and learning as we go. Um, it's a beautiful thing because we can see all the little squares. If people have gallery view versus speaker view, it's so beautiful because in laughter yoga, it's about making eye contact and connecting and the contagion of the laughter. It, it's working quite well on Zoom. Mm-hmm. So the, the Brady Bunch of you, the gallery <laughs> view, you get to see everybody and then you still get to hear as well. And people are um, attending your classes and facilitating this Talk to me about laughter yoga. I'm really curious. Like for someone who's never heard about laughter yoga before, how would you describe it? Beautiful. Wonderful. Thank you. Laughter yoga is, it's not doing yoga and laughing. It's not fancy pants or poses. It's intentional laughter exercises designed to make us feel good. So the yoga part is the practice of the deep breathing. So the diaphragmatic breathing and it was it was invented or i guess invented created by a medical doctor in india in 1995 and his goal is world peace through laughing can you imagine everybody laughing together ha 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 right so when we're laughing we're connected we're it's high vibration energy so when we when you're laughing you're not thinking about you know a pandemic or all the stuff that's going on you're just totally present. You're like laughing, ha, 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 not thinking about yesterday or tomorrow. You're right here. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that because that it, I always reference this quote and I'm an acupuncturist. And when my patients come in and they're talking about anxiety, I always remember that quote from Lao Tzu, you know, if you're living in the past, you're experiencing depression, you're living in the future, you're experiencing anxiety. And when you're living in the present, you know, that's when you, I'm misquoting it right now, but um, you know, it's really when we are our most present, when we are not thinking about the future, we're not thinking of the past. Um, and in Chinese medicine, the heart is where the spirit resides. It reflects through your eyes and the language of the heart is, is laughter. Mm. It's a joy bubble is what I call it. It's a joy bubble that escapes from your heart, through your throat, out your mouth your favorite feature. So 
Um, so I love this concept. I love this. Um, I've always wanted to do laughter yoga. I have never taken a laughter yoga class yet. So you'll have to share our, your, your information or how we can get in touch with you. Um, I'll, I'll prompt that at the end for sure. Let's talk about, let's see, you would, you would shared with me something else that was interesting about your life. Um, you have a worm business. I do. My working title is Kathy Crawley laughing bean queen. (laughs) So I have again, Say that again for me. <laughs> so, say, did you say say it again? Yes, please. It's Kathy Crawley, laughing bean queen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, awesome. So, so like, so like most entrepreneurs, I have uh, a whole whack of things going on. You know, um, the the so the Crawley part is worm composting. It's indoor composting with worms. Um, I'm, I'm located just north of Toronto, the largest city in Canada. And in 2002, our landfill closed and we started shipping our garbage to Michigan, like not just out of the city or the province, out of the country. Can you imagine? Wow. Wow. And so at the beginning, almost 200 garbage trucks were making the, the, its way from Toronto area to Michigan, you know, like four or 500 kilometers, very far. Are you, are you in the States? I am. I'm right below Michigan. I'm in Indiana. So I'm familiar. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, 200 garbage trucks every day making the, the trip to Michigan. And I, it's, so it costs a lot of money. Like I say, wow, shame on us as Canadians for shipping our garbage out of the country. And double shame on the Americans for accepting our garbage for cash. Right? It's all, it's just business. It's a great business. Yeah. Except that it's it, it's polluting our environment. It just isn't responsible at all on anybody's part. So what I'm offering is indoor composting with worms. Same idea as outdoor composting, um, except it's done inside. So you have a container. You have the the worms require a carbon nitrogen mix. So the carbon is shredded paper. Could be leaves, straw, cardboard, and the nitrogen is the food scraps. And the worms eat both, so they require all of those ingredients. And then their poop is the black gold. That's the nutrient-rich soil that then we can grow more nutrient-rich food. I've never heard of poop described as black gold. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, so it's 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 really a beautiful thing. And I started my business because we were shipping all that garbage out of the country. In Toronto, there's about 6 million people, half live in condos, apartments, townhouses, without space for outdoor composting. Um, yeah, so all of their organic matter is going to landfill. And it's a resource. Like we look at it, we're like, ooh, gross. It, it's all rotting food. That's a worm buffet. And the... <laughs> I have to say something here about worms. You're helping me reframe the way I feel about worms because, you know, when I was um, in high school and into my twenties, anytime I knew I didn't like a guy anymore, his kisses felt like worms to me. I would think of worms when he would kiss me. (laughs) And that's when I knew the relationship is over. There's no salvaging it. I did not think of black gold. It was 
we're done. So <laughs> like, <laughs> buddy, squirm on away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you are helping me to see worms in a new light. Um, and I love this concept um, of what you're sharing. You, I want to mention, you had talked about your cheeks being very prominent. And I've said this in previous episodes. This is the area of power. It's the seat of power. It's usually on the face map, the decade of the 40s. It goes into the 50s. Your mouth and, and nose are 50s and 60s. So you're in that time frame, you know, where you're living your purpose, according to um, these are purpose lines, the nasolabial folds. I love that you're talking about how you love your mouth because you're really (laughs) where you're meant to be in your life. And you are providing such great purpose, but you're also doing and you're also doing it with joy. So I love that. and, And it's so I guess random is the word that's coming up, but because I would not put laughter, yoga, and worm uh, composting <laughs> in the same business. Yeah. Or from the same source. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look how creative. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So say more, say more. Okay. I wanted to, uh, since, thank you. I'm glad I'm reframing worms, reframing worms for you. Here's <laughs> something because you talked about Chinese medicine and the heart and the, the power center. Worms have five hearts each. No. Wow. Wow. Five hearts. Worms have five hearts. Yeah. How do you like them now? All those (laughs) old boyfriends? (laughs) Okay. I'm learning more and more. This is great. Isn't it beautiful? And I think, you know, it's a wonderful thing. Um, I do a lot of school workshops because I was like, oh, everybody needs worms. And just because you have something that people need doesn't mean that they want what you have. They might need it, but they don't want it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you might come across that in your, you know, as an acupuncturist, people might, you could be like, oh, I could help you. And they're like, mm, I'm, thank you. <laughs> right. So I have something that everybody needs, but they don't want it. So I was like, oh, Hmm. People are afraid of worms. And I'm meeting all kinds of people who were traumatized as children in the schoolyard after a rainy day, you know, worms are all over and then somebody chasing them around or a sibling, maybe putting one in their shirt or something. Now they're afraid. Yes. Right. I, I, I can, I can think of so many, you're absolutely right. When you're kids. So my dad used to have those um, fake ones, even for fishing. And as a, as a youngster, we would prank my mom by putting them in the bottom of her bed (laughs) when she would put her feet into the sheets. I know, I know. I, I, this, this is my karma coming back. Men kiss me and they remind me of worms because of what I did to my mother. I traumatized her, but I, I've never liked worms. So, um, they're just like crawly slimy you know like um so yes again you're reframing this for me go on go on yeah gross and icky right that's that's how I felt about worms Marianne that's why it's I I really believe that I am on purpose you know I've I've had my great green enterprise since 2002 19 years selling worms by the pound um it's not easy (laughs) as Kermit would say it's not easy being green You know, but I think that I'm, I really feel like I'm on purpose. This is why I was put here. And, you know, sometimes you do things and it's like, 
man, I feel like I'm going against the grain. And why am I struggling so hard? Because I'm meant to do this. And I think the universe gives you these messages like, oh, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? And then it's like, yes, I need to do this. Okay, I'm still here. I think it was about maybe 2012. So I was in it about 12, uh, about 10 years. And I started to get, I have a like ton of energy. I've, I'm very high energy. <laughs> you might've noticed. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, I, I've got this. I can, I, I, I can bring everyone in. I've, I've got the energy to, to drag everybody into this. And then I was like, oh, one more person was saying, ew, worms in the house. And I was like, ah, how am I going to put worms everywhere if people are afraid of worms? So I was like, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should just get a job or something. <laughs> oh, who would hire me? <laughs> and then I was introduced to laughter yoga. I don't even do regular yoga. And so I was like, laughter yoga, what's that? It was interesting. I thought, hmm, just laughing, that's fun. And then I was at a, a business event, a networking event, and there was hundreds of people. The very first woman I met was a laughter yoga teacher. Same week. And I was like, wow, laughter yoga. I said to her, laughter yoga is mainstream, like twice in one week. Come on. <laughs> and she said, no, it isn't. <laughs> and we trooped around together that night. And everybody we met, I said, have you heard of laughter yoga? Have you? Have you? And nobody had. And I felt like it was the worms all over again. Like still I'm meeting people who haven't heard about uh, vermicomposting. Uh, so, I, so when I was introduced to the laughter yoga, I was like, wow. Oh, that's interesting. So I started to attend her class. And then I was like, I love this. I got trained as a leader. And I loved it so much. Now I, I, I became trained as a teacher. And now I train leaders. Wow. And it helped me stay in the game. It helped me stay with my worm mission. I was getting discouraged. So when you're feeling frustrated, it's hard to be passionate about it. Like, it's like, hmm, this is hard. I'm going against the wall. So with laughter, it's helped me to just be more resilient, to get over stress. And now with this pandemic, um, I'm really being called to bring laughter. Not that the worms are on the side. You know, there's a big demand for the worms and gardening and, you know, being more sustainable. On the laughter side, you know, we're having this mental health tsunami. It's It was here before. This pandemic has really brought it to the forefront, like, where we're really, we're not in this together. Like there's so many people that are in disadvantaged situations right. and people are struggling, like people living on their own or they don't have a home, you know, the essential workers, there's just so much struggle at this time. Uh, so the laughter is helping and it's not laughing at the situation. When we're in fear, we're not breathing properly. And there's science behind all of this. Laughter is the best medicine. You know, we've heard that before. I say, have you had your daily dose? Dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. When we're stressed, we're, we're not breathing properly. So we're secreting cortisol. We can only heal, you know, as an acupuncturist, we can only heal when, when, when we're in parasympathetic. Right. When we're stressed. Digest. Right. Rest and digest. When we're stressed, we're in fight or flight or freeze. And we're, you know, we're, we're secreting all those, you know, get us going <laughs> um, like cortisol. We're secreting right. cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So we need to secrete the love drugs so that we can heal and laughter forces us. Yes. I've, I've heard the 
oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, endorphin mix referred to as the angel's cocktail. Mm, love it. Yeah. There's a, a Ted talk at the end speaks about it. Um, so here's, what's interesting while you're talking, this is, this is what I'm, I'm noticing a lot of things that you're um, saying and what I'm picking up on, I don't really see reflected so strongly on your face. Um, you know, you're, you're talking about being a pioneer, you know, when you're talking about going against the grain, the resistance, the, the pressure, the pioneering piece is very wood oriented in Chinese medicine, which would be represented in the strong brow. And you said your brows are thin and I see that. Um, what I'm noticing, even though, and maybe this is where you said the heart and the laughter piece is serving you is it's giving you this space to be resilient through that all. Um, I do see the joy reflected in your face. I see a lot of what's really interesting because you mentioned thin lips. Um, even your eyes are a little like I would call them. Um, they're, they're a little small, which in Chinese face reading, this is um, this denotes someone who's able to be calculating. And it sounds like from your stories and from your experiences, there's not I mean, there may be some kind of calculating going on. I think there's more of the pioneering, but it sounds like divine messages are coming to you, mm. you know, like even with this laughter yoga appearing twice in a week, again, to like, let you know, Hey, there's something here that you're being called to. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, again, with you mentioning your mouth being this piece that, um, you love and also have had some challenges with um and how communication is so important to you this is the area of um purpose and it is the area of nourishment through not only um what we take in but what what we give mm. um i would imagine you're a, a big giver very generous I, I mean that's what you described your face as in the beginning warm and generous face hmm. <laughs> <Yuppie! laughs> right me or what <laughs> so funny so <laughs> I love this I'm not even taking a laughter yoga class with you yet and here we go <laughs> um so Kathy with everything that you just shared which I love it's so innovative it really is taking a unique approach again you said to what people need maybe not what they want but what they need um and I, I love that you're doing this what would you say humanity needs the most I think we need a little bit more compassion no a lot more we need to be uh, empathetic um to to really feel the other person's situation I, I meet people all the time that are so judgmental about the other like the, the person out there, oh, those people, which people? Like we're all, we really are all one. It's just all one energy. So I really believe that we need to be more compassionate. We need more laughter because laughter is the, the sound of the gods. I mean, it's just high vibration. And back to, you know, you're, you're totally present. When we're laughing, we're connected, we're looking at each other and we like each other. Our, you know, our hearts actually connect when we're laughing. Because 
the energy is is vibrating together. You know, I've I've met people. I've done I've done uh, laughter gigs where, and we, and we all know people who are so serious. They rarely smile. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, and and they're very cerebral. They're all in their head, and just thinking all the time. And that's that's okay. It's just it's very hard to be in your head all the time. Yes, <laughs> yes. I notice it on myself whenever I'm teaching or I'm you know connecting in Zoom. I, I've got my serious face, um, and and I do remember this quote. What is it? The shortest distance between two people is laughter. Have you heard that one? Yeah, I have. Yes. Yeah. So how would you, when someone is in their head or they are not laughing or smiling, like what is a piece of advice or, or I like to ask for golden nuggets, what would you give to someone? I, w- I would say to people, laughing um, is a muscle. And, and anyone that's had a good giggle fest with their friends, it's ra- more and more rare as we get Um, as we age, as we become adults, because life is so serious. But if you look at children, they're always laughing. And so anyone that's laughed, you know, and your stomach hurts and your cheeks hurt, those are the laughter muscles. We just need to develop our muscles and then it becomes easier. So I would say for somebody that they're like, oh, there's nothing to laugh at. I, you know, life is hard and, and thinking all those things. I would say as soon as we start smiling, like just practice putting a smile on. And if you can't do that, you know, put a pencil in there. You know, there was that old thing of you put a pencil and you hold the pencil and that makes you smile. Because then as soon as you are smiling, you send a note to your brain that says, oh, I'm happy. And you start secreting those love drugs. Yeah. And smiling and laughing laughing also lift, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to invite you to take a look in the mirror one more time. All right. When you're looking in the mirror, what do you see now? Uh, I, I do see a sparkly, joyful person, you know, teeny eyes, but <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I really do. Um, I've come a long way and I do feel like I, I really love myself. I really, really am so grateful for my body, for my health, for my, for where I've come. And it took some time to get here. I'm glad you said that I was going to ask you that. Yeah. I, I feel like the more I've talked to people through these episodes and even through um, other mediums, just hearing how there's so much pressure about, um, you know, looking at yourself as vain or, you know, um, we look for external validation. We look for approval. We, we seek um, to be okay this is the journey through our, our lives. And then we also are conditioned to reject ourselves, including when we look in the mirror. And I feel like when people have evolved and they are on their purpose, you're pioneering on purpose. That's, a, that's how I see you. You're pioneering mm-hmm. on purpose with laughter and joy. Um, I, I feel like that is a big part of the radical self-acceptance and self-love. And you're modeling that so wonderfully, Kathy. So yeah, the laughter has helped Marianne, to be honest. Oh, sorry about my phone. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) The receptionist. (laughs) (laughs) one. I don't know if we want to just wait. It'll ring four times. (laughs) We can laugh. (laughs) Let's 
love. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Nobody's home, apparently. <laughs> Leave a message. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good. Uh, unless they call back right away and leave, uh, you know, <laughs> hoping they'll get me this time. Because um, <laughs> that happens. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I forgot what I was going to say. Where Where was I? Um, you were talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, laughter. laughter. So, so laughter has helped me to accept myself more. So because in laughter yoga, there is a thing to practice when you just first start doing laughter yoga as a laughter teacher. One of the um, things that we ask people to do is look in the mirror and play with yourself. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. For those listening, not what I, that's not what I meant. <laughs> You didn't mean it in a naughty way. You mean it like have fun with yourself in the mirror with your reflection. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not that kind of show, folks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so to look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, then it's like you're not laughing alone. You're laughing with yourself. And when you can laugh at yourself, one of the activities in laughter yoga is putting up a finger and then pointing at yourself. And then you start laughing. Then you say, okay, everybody point at yourself and now start laughing because we are really hard on ourselves. You know, we make a mistake and we're like, Oh, what did, oh. and we, you know, get, then we start secreting cortisol and we get all in our head. We need to, when that happens, when we feel ourselves tightening up and we're not breathing properly, we need to just open up and start laughing. <laughs> and I'll give you an example. Um, I don't know about in the States, but um, April 30th is tax day in Canada our taxes are due. And last year was a very good year in business. Thankfully, hallelujah. Thank you very much, universe. So at the time, I wasn't paying attention. I was so busy doing my business. I didn't keep on top of the accounting part. <laughs> so when my bookkeeper said, oh, your taxes, are," this was the 29th of April, she said, your taxes are due. And, and I owed a whole whack of dough. And I was like, I could have been like, ah, and got all in my head. Oh my God, how am I going to, ah, and just all of that. Instead, I just burst into laughter. Ah, <laughs> I had a big, I mean, I probably last, laughed for five minutes, full on. <laughs> like, oh, how am I going to do that? Okay, just laugh, keep laughing. No, no, it's still there. <laughs> it didn't change that I owe all that money, but it did change how I feel about it. I love that. Kathy, thank you for that example. And especially when you're talking about taxes, oh my gosh, that is one that I think anybody could benefit from. How yeah. can people find you? Yeah, beautiful. So I, so my worm website is kathyscomposters.com and my laughter page, which I'm really being called to. So I would direct people to my laughter page, which is kathysclub.com. And I, I don't know, you're probably going to put it in the notes, so I don't need to spell it. Yeah. And I do offer, you know, a free um, 30 minutes every Tuesday at 930 in the morning Eastern time um, on Zoom. People are welcome to come. Everybody's welcome to come and join in and just check out laughter yoga. Just come and try it. And I would ask people just to be open. It is odd. Like it really does feel weird. And I know even as a natural laugher, the first time I went to a laughter club, I was like, oh, no jokes like that. It's, it just felt weird. But once you allow yourself permission to, to just laugh and to play along with the other people, um, it's, it's magic. You sleep better, you feel better, you connect better. And when we feel good, we do good. 
I love it. Oh my gosh. I feel good. So I know people are going to benefit today from the laughter I've had with you. So thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you, Marianne. I really enjoyed this time with you and please, please keep doing what you're doing with worms and with laughter. <laughs>